Hey everybody, welcome to the Hung Let's Run podcast. With Amber and Jake Kuiper. And all the Kuiper kids. <laughs> hey everybody, welcome back to the Hung Let's Run podcast with Amber and Jake Kuiper. And welcome to episode... Number 25, um, I'm very excited to be with you today, and I've got a, a message that has kind of been rattling around in my head over the, the morning hours and now into the afternoon, and so I figured um, I would use this platform to hop on here and share it with you. I've, I've been spending a little bit of time uh, reflecting on my early career, uh, and I, I just remembered a, kind of a, a funny story that I, I would share with you and uh, that I hope brings you value as, as you start navigating some of these uncertain times. There's there's so many uh, different variables that were unexpected in 2020, and how we respond to them moving forward, I think, is going to decide the outcomes of, of so many businesses. And so uh, I'm hoping that this episode can bring you some real pla- practical uh, application to your business and how you choose to, to prospect, um, identify opportunities, and ultimately make uh, sale. Uh, before I get to that, I, I do want to ask you a huge favor. If this episode brings you any level of value, do me a huge favor and 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 choose to, to share it with your sphere, share it with your team, your friends. And uh, if you do that, if you put it on social media, please be sure to tag me at Jake Kuiper and I would I would gladly reshare it because I, I, I do think that this is a very important message. It's something as a you know a, a tenured sales rep that I have clung to over the years as I've built my career from a, a, you know originally career placement then into medical device sales and then now in into online fitness and real estate um, and and these principles that I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to you today about uh, I really feel are so applicable to what people are going through right now and and really as we transition out of 2020 into 2021 and beyond um, I really feel like these can help you as you start figuring out how you're going to get back into growth mode. So if this episode in any way, shape, or form brings you value, please do me a huge favor and share it. Um, And I'm glad to repost and we can continue to grow together. So um, uh, episodes ago, I talked about coming out of college and I couldn't get a job. And all of a sudden, I get this job in career placement and I'm working for a small university in Minneapolis. And I can't say that I was you know, extremely happy. I wasn't fulfilled, certainly, with the job. But, I mean, it was great. Uh, great people. Uh, I got to work with students. I loved that. I, I got to provide education and coaching, and I liked that. But ultimately, I, I knew that it was, a, it was really a placeholder position. It was going to be a stepping stone onto something else. And so I've got to be gosh, 23, 24 years old, and an opportunity to interview for a medical device job comes available. And so I I apply to it, and I get into the interview process, and you have your initial face-to-face interview, and I I think that went fairly well. Maybe uh, maybe start with a phone interview that went well, then face-to-face, maybe uh, maybe a second round of face-to-face interviews, meeting with uh, VP and director of sales and all of that, and, you know, ultimately everything's funneling back to an area manager. 
Then you do your, your field ride and you go out and you actually see the job and you spend a day in the life. I, I know I flew down to St. Louis. Uh, I believe it was a day trip. I flew into St. Louis, did a ride along all day, hopped on a plane and, and flew back um, uh, that night. Uh, and so then you go through all of that and it comes down to the final interview. And, and this is really what I want to share with you today. Uh, hopefully that all gives you a little bit of context to bring you to this point. So I'm in the final interview and I, I sit down with uh, the area manager and in front of the area manager is a bottle of water and a can of Coke. And the bottle of water is half drank and the can of Coke has yet to be opened. And so one of the final obstacles to get the job is to sell him a Coke. Now, I realize many of you probably don't know me all that well, um, but I will tell you I, I am a processor. So when I go out and I do a sales call or I give a sales pitch, uh, the moment that it wraps up, I, I usually get in the car or wherever I am. I, I go to more of like a quiet spot and I, I process things out. I try and think through the situation, how I handled it, how I responded, um, what I could do better, what I did really well. Um, and I really critique myself hard. But what I, I, I've realized over the years is that all starts by being very cognizant of everything that's going on around me at the moment. So when he asks me to sell him uh, an unopened Coke, while meanwhile he's halfway through drinking a bottle of water, my mind couldn't process it. And, and truly, here is, is what I responded with. I, I said, why would I sit here trying to convince you to drink a Coke when I could just sell you more water? And I, I see him kind of pause. I, I'm assuming nobody's ever responded like that to him. Um, but I, he, he, he kind of sits back in his chair and he goes, I think you're missing the point. And... Uh, you know, the, this relationship ha evolved over the years. I, I end up getting the job, and uh, he's actually a, a tremendous friend of mine to this day. And I think we both were great for each other in pushing. But uh, he goes, I think you're missing the, the point. And I said, I, I don't think so. If you had the opportunity when you first sat down today to choose between the water and the Coke, and you chose the water, then what am I doing spending my time trying to drink you, to, to, trying to convince you to drink the Coke? You know, there might be another customer out there that's more interested in the Coke than you are, and I'll go sell him the Coke. Meanwhile, you're halfway through the water. I'm going to spend the time that I get trying to convince you to, to buy more water. That seems like a more indirect or a more direct path to a sale than trying to uncover all these reasons why you didn't decide on the Coke in the first place. Okay, so I, I, I want to I wanna pause there. Um, obviously, you, you know the ending now. I end up getting the job. But in that moment, I feel like so many perceptions that I have, beliefs that I have about being a great sales rep came into play. And I want to share them with you today. As I said, 2020 has been such an odd year for so many people. We, we all kind of hit pause. We all froze. We, didn't, we don't know what's coming next. So many people are uncertain of what 2021 is going to look like for their business. But I'm, I'm here today to tell you 
that as we start pivoting, as we start changing our mindset, as we start um, realizing what the new normal may look like, I think that we need to go back to what I'm talking about here, where we're sitting down and we're looking at two options and we're choosing the most direct path to sales. And we're not spending our time trying to convince customers of something that they just might not be interested in. And so I want to change this mindset. I, I've, I've heard the saying for, forever now, you know, the, the, the sales rep is the guy who can sell ice to an Eskimo. I will never be that guy. I won't be that guy, and I don't believe the majority of people out there will either. So instead of trying to, quote-unquote, sell ice to an Eskimo, I want to share with you three things that I believe you can take right now, today, implement at the end of 2020 to set yourself up for a very successful 2021. And this might be a, a shift in the way that you look at your customers. It might validate the way that you look at your customers. And I want to start out with number one. And, and this, is, uh, this is something that I have always done. Um, I, I feel like uh, I, I did an episode once that was talking about using your eyes to ask questions. Um, that's one way of doing it. Otherwise, uh, what I'm going to talk to you about here, this take time to understand, and I, I actually have uh, uh, parentheses here, to take time to really understand your client's needs. So, you know, you might have a new product that's coming out or a new program, or you might have, uh, you know, and for me, I work in real estate. So, you know, I might have a property that I really want to sell. That's my agenda, right? That my agenda is to sell that house. That might not be your agenda. That might not be your client's your potential client, your potential customer, that might not be their agenda. So you want to take time to really understand what they are looking for, what they are after, what their goals are, and you want to try and create an agenda that fits specifically to what they are looking for. And so, you know, going back to the Coke example, when I'm sitting there and he's drinking a water, his agenda isn't to drink a Coke, right? His agenda is to drink the water. And even if I'm coming in there with a preconceived idea in that situation, obviously it's, it's an interview, but say I was actually a distributor for Coca-Cola and I want to come in there and I want to try and convince him to drink the Coke, I truly believe that a better opportunity might be to try and sell water to that customer because that is what they obviously are interested in and looking for. And then you can go and you can potentially sell the Coke to another customer. But take time to uncover, ask a lot of questions. So much of this stuff is meet and greet. Um, you have presentations where you sit down and, and I feel like it's very easy to get in this routine where it's our agenda. We're pushing something on people. We're, we're presenting the entire time without taking any opportunity to hear if, if, if what we're pitching is even resonating with customers. So take time to really understand your clients' needs and then create an agenda that fits what they are specifically looking for. Number two, solve a problem. I feel like in its most elementary form, if as a sales rep, whatever industry you are in, if you can get great 
at solving a problem or what I call being a solutions provider, then you can have longevity in any industry. Because you can come in and sure, you can have a destination in mind, but where your client is coming into might not fit that initial destination, right? They, uh, they might be very comfortable with their current provider, but you're, you're coming in, you know, I, I was a, a med device guy for 10 years, so, you know, you're coming in with this, this full bag of product that your company has given you, and I'm going into a competitive account where this doctor feels very comfortable using his current provider, so what is it going to be about me outside of, you know, personality, customer support, we all have those. But if you're really trying to get a product in his hand, you need to solve a problem. And so I, I remember for years, you know, I would go into competitive accounts and I would be sitting there, I'd be in the procedure and the doctor would hit a part in the case that he didn't have a solution for, or he would get stuck, or he'd be looking for a recommendation. And instead of pushing a product that was, you know, on my agenda, back to point one, I would find something that I felt complemented what he was trying to accomplish and provided a solution. And, and, here, and here's truly the reality to that. Um, I, I think of one example. I, I probably had the, the cheapest product in my bag. Um, and the doctor was like, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, tr- I'll try it. Because he was in a position where he couldn't get past a, a lesion or a blockage in the artery. I worked in, in uh, vascular surgery. He couldn't get past a blockage. And I had this tiny little catheter, maybe worth $85, the cheapest product in my bag. And it works. And so then, not, probably not even that case, but a few cases down the road, he decides to try a bigger product of mine. And then the next biggest product, and he ends up developing into my biggest account. All because in that particular moment, I didn't push an agenda. I didn't try and get my my most expensive product pulled and get a sale for the day. I simply tried to provide a solution. And I'm telling you, that could be where your business is, is halted at right now. Is you, you're so focused on this new program or this new product that you're trying to pitch it. And you're, 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 you're losing sight of what your clients' needs are. You've created your own agenda. Simply taking a step back and just looking at it from a macro perspective and saying, look, where this customer is at today What products do I have in my bag, in my portfolio, that could truly solve a problem? And I'm telling you, that oftentimes can be the foot in the door that you need to something far greater. The last thing that I want to say, and I think that this is truly, I've called called 2020 a cream rising year, uh, meaning that there was a a lot of fluff out there that has, has unfortunately fortunately, um, gone out of business or taken a step back or regressed. And then there has been 5% that has, has continued to rise. And I think those are the people that are already set up for big 2021s. Um, but maybe you're in that, uh, that category that, that did take a step back, that, that felt frozen by everything that was going on around you. And you just, I, I just needed to hit pause. I'm here today to tell you that, that you can come back, you can come back with a force in 2021, but what I'm going to need you to do is commit to the long haul. Um, you hear the saying, anything truly worth having won't come easy. Um, I believe that wholeheartedly in business, uh, and I've, I've seen it. Um, 
I, I know I've talked about this before, but, um, but especially back in my heyday of, of medical device, I would get messages on LinkedIn and on Facebook from so many people wanting to meet with me. Um, I'm putting that in air quotes right now. Um, they would want to meet with me and they would want to understand how I got into the industry. And I would sit there and I, I would tell them verbatim exactly what I did. And I, you know, I started with a small startup company and I, I made the most of that opportunity. I relocated to Chicago. I built a business in Chicago, which brought me back into Minnesota. I jumped into vascular surgery. I ultimately made one last jump to the largest medical device company in the world. Uh, but it took me eight years to get there. And I'm telling you, I would watch their eyes glaze over every time. Because right now we're in this culture that wants, wants immediate results. I, I, I immediately want the six-figure business. I don't want to have to pay the dues necessary to build it to that. If you took a step back in 2020, you've got work to do to make up all the momentum that you've lost. But you can do it as long as you commit to the long haul. Because what I'm telling you here is, you know, in, 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 we talk about step one. Think, I mean, really think about this. If, if, if number one to really leveling up your business is going to be understanding your client's needs, that's not going to happen right away, especially if you want to be great at it. It's not going to happen right away. If, if your goal is to be a solutions provider and you're going to have to sit there like I did, you're going to be stuck in cases. I mean, the cases I was in were four hours and there would just be one little spot that he couldn't pass through and I, I need to have a solution at that moment for him. I mean, I would wake up at four in the morning and I'd drive four hours from Minnesota into South Dakota to sit there every single Monday waiting to be a solutions provider. Are you willing to wake up every single day, five days a week, Seven days a week, yep, you might have to work some Sundays. Yep, you might have to work some holidays. You're going to have to do it when it's inconvenient for you. You're going to have to level up your actions. You're going to have to step outside of your comfort. So, I mean, it's going to require a lot. If you want to see your business come back, or maybe you want to even see it level up, take that next step forward. I mean, that's, that's my, my whole focus for 2021 is, is let's, let's do this again. Let's double again. Let's triple again. Um, if that's really going to be something that becomes a reality for you, then you're going to have to commit to the long haul. I mean, you really have to. I, I am just such a, a firm believer that any level of success in business is 100% rooted in durability, mental strength and focus, and just a willingness to be consistent with those vital action items. And that never happens if you're not mentally, emotionally, and I would even argue your support system, your spouse, your significant other, isn't on board with you doing this for the long haul. Because I'm telling you if, you, if you can commit to doing it for the long haul, and then you can start, start the conversation with your clients by understanding their needs, their goals, their objectives, the things that they're truly trying to accomplish, not what you're trying to accomplish, what they're trying to accomplish, and then you can be around long enough, I keep calling this in, in real estate, I call it time under tension. You can be around long enough to solve a problem, you might have a customer for life. Um, and as I've seen over, gosh, my, I think it's 12 years now, I'm getting old, um, my 12 years in sales, 
as I've done that, as, as I've always taken the time to understand and do what's always in the best interest of my clients, as I've, I've decided to, to pass up maybe the shiny object of the Coke, the bigger sale, initial bigger sale, and I've focused on those water opportunities, you know, I, I can see that you like water, so um, do you want another water? Um, as I've come alongside my clients and always put their needs above my own, I've watched my business grow year after year after year. I've seen the promotions that I was, I was striving for come to fruition. Um, I've, I've, I've seen clients flourish. I've, I've seen them accomplish their objectives. I've seen key opinion leaders ride up, rise up in device. Um, I've seen uh, huge, big sales lately. In real estate, where where again, like I I, I wasn't I didn't want to push anything on somebody. I just I simply want to solve the problem. I want to to understand exactly what you're looking for. And the minute that I find it, now I'm providing you a solution. I'm telling you, it is the difference maker, could be the difference maker in your business, especially as we start transitioning from 2020 to 2021. So I'll I'll leave you with this. And I, and I think it's important, um, I'm a big believer that we can accomplish anything that we truly set our, our minds to. Um, I, I, I think that that long haul component of it is, is a big deal, and it's, it's a, a fault right now in our culture, as I mentioned before. But as you start planning this transition, this rise, this rebuild of your business, as you start thinking about really pushing it to end the year. Yeah, I I think we're at the six-week mark now in 2020. We've got six weeks left to really finish this year on fire. I really want you to take the time to think about what I mentioned to you today. Are you committed to the long haul for your business? It's a yes or no question. And if it is, then you have to really start critiquing your actions right now and and deciding what you're going to do to level up to finish the year. Then I want you to go out and I I really want you to take inventory of the clients and the potential that's in front of you and really process through where where they're at, where they're at, where the opportunities exist. Am Am I fulfilling my own agenda or am I really trying to come alongside of them and be a great resource to them? And then I'm telling you, becoming a solutions provider, I, I just think is the key to being great in sales. Try solving problems. Look for opportunities. Fill those with something. Even if, even if it's a small solution, that small solution could be the stepping stone to something far greater. I think 2021, being honest, I think there's going to continue to be challenges. There's going to be a lot of variables thrown at us, things that we're not aware of yet, you know, COVID-related, politically-related, um, just inconvenience-related. But it's up to us right now to harbor those, to overcome those, to provide solutions to those um, so that we're still in business six months from now, nine months from now, 12 months from now. And that starts with us changing our mindset and changing the way that we look at our customers. I certainly hope that this episode has brought you value and it's provided you some perspective to your business. And like I said, I I would feel great if it just validated what you're already doing. Sometimes that validation of, hey, I just just need to stick with this time under tension can be (laughs) that leveling up factor that's missing as well. Just simple validation of I'm, I'm doing the necessary actions. 
Wherever your business is at today, I encourage you to pause and notice your client's actual needs. Heck, they may be drinking a whole lot of water, and that's okay. Because you're not going anywhere, right? That's your commitment to 2021. Maybe someday they'll open a Coke, but in the meantime, let's sell them some more water. Hey, thanks so much for spending some time with us today. You can find more Hun Let's Run on Facebook and on Instagram. Or because, you know, sometimes you just need your own space, you can also find us individually at Amber Marie Kuiper or at Jake Kuiper. Talk to you later, everybody.